Welcome to 50 Shades of Shilamita, the podcast where nothing is off limits. As a multidimensional sovereign mom, partner, CEO, serial entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author, I am on a mission to help more women and men become fully embodied in their sovereignty and power so they can live their truth, speak it unapologetically, and live a life free from the matrix. Each week, I will bring you episodes that will awaken you, inspire you to think outside of the box, and step into the leader that you know that you are. The world needs more people who are walking their talk and unafraid to stand in their truth, and I'm here as your guide to help you do just that. with your hostess, Shilamita. I'm super excited to come to you today and talk about love. One of the greatest things that I have accomplished in this life is manifesting the most beautiful, soulmate, unconditional, true love ever to be alive. I have the greatest love story of all time, but it wasn't always rainbows and unicorns. It took a lot to get to where we are, and it's been 12 years in the making. And so today I wanted to share with you a little bit of how I was able to manifest this kind of love because there was definitely a time in my life where I didn't think that this kind of love was available to me. I didn't think that I was lovable. I didn't think that I was going to have unconditional love because I was conditioned to think growing up that we were supposed to get married at a certain time and I thought I was going to be married by the time I was 25 have a house, a white picket fence, and a dog. I don't even like animals, so I don't even know why I desired that. But that's kind of what society told me that I was supposed to do. So when 25 came and went, and then 30 came and went, and time started to fly, I just thought that maybe I wasn't available for that kind of love. But deep down inside, it was my greatest desire, and I had the feeling that love was going to come. And that's one of the most important parts of manifesting is feeling the feelings inside. If you don't feel the feelings, it's going to be hard for you to manifest because the whole basis of manifesting, of calling in your desires is acting as though you already have, right? So in the beginning, when I was trying to manifest love, I remember reading something that if you wanted to manifest a partner in your life, that you needed to show the universe that you were ready. So you needed to make room in your closet. And if you you know took up all the room on your bed, that you were supposed to make room in the bed. And it was hard. I lived in this small apartment. I was like, there is no room for another person to live here with me. But instead of doing that, I really started focusing on what it was that I desired and what it was that I was seeking, right? A lot of the reason why we're not living out the lives that we desire is because we don't even know what it is that we desire. We tend to look at other people and think, why does she have what she have? 
Why do they have what they have? Why don't I have what they have? But we don't really stop to think about what is it that I desire? What is it that I really want to have in my life? So when I was a single mom, you know, looking for love, seeking this love relationship, what I would do is I would go out on dates with men and I had already learned about gratitude in that time. So I had already started a gratitude practice and I would go out with men and every time I would go out with somebody, I would come home and I would be grateful for all of the things that I really enjoyed about that date with that man. So if he was kind, I would be grateful for a kind man. If he was respectful, I would be grateful for a respectful man. If he pulled the seat out for me, I would be grateful for a man that pulled out the seat for me. I would be grateful for a man who paid for dinner. I would be grateful for a man who made me laugh the whole time. But then on the flip side, there were things that would irritate me and annoy me about men. So I would go home and in that same energy of all the things that I enjoyed, I would be grateful for the opposite of the things that I didn't like. So maybe they chewed with their mouth open. So I would be grateful for a man who chewed their food respectfully. Maybe they were rude and they didn't open the door and they walked in front of me. So I would be grateful for a man who respected me and was chivalrous in manly way. You know, maybe he asked me to split the bills. So I would be grateful for a man who covered dinner. And I just started cultivating the energy around what it was that I desired. Instead of looking at other people's relationships and wondering why I wasn't in a relationship, which by the way, is what I spent a lot of time doing. Before I really understood gratitude, I was a super negative person and I was jealous and I was envious and I was looking at all other people and wondering like why I didn't have what they had. And, you know, I would look at women who I didn't feel were that attractive and be like, well, why does she have that good looking man and I don't have any man, right? And I would just go through these thought processes in my head that were negative, that were unproductive and were just manifesting me more negativity. And instead, I really started focusing on what I desired, what I wanted, and my gratitude looked like I am grateful for a life partner. I am grateful for my companion in this life. I am grateful for a man who likes to have a lot of fun with me. I'm grateful for a man who laughs with me every day. I am grateful for a man who respects my son. I am grateful for a man who loves to travel. And you can just even see it in me speaking now. Like as soon as I start saying it, like there's a smile that washes over my face and I start to really feel those feelings inside. And so when I met my now husband, I had literally written out every single thing that I desired in a man. And at first he wasn't all of those things all at once, right? I had read this book before I had met Ben and it was called The Spiritual Rules of Engagement. It was a book by Kabbalah, it's out of print now, but that book was gold for me. Because prior to meeting Ben, in my younger years, I was very much a feminine power woman. And I thought that I was able to stand on my own two feet and that I didn't need a man for anything. And so in doing that, I was actually blocking myself from receiving this love because what we need to understand, and we're living through very different times right now, right? Where we have 
non-binary and there's men think they're women and women think they're men and 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 women like women and men like men and so I can't really speak to all of that like I'm sure that um, we can apply some of this to this because even in same-sex relationships there's always a feminine energy and a masculine energy and what we need to understand is the feminine energy is the energy of receiving and the masculine energy is the energy of giving. So when I was in like feminine power, hear me roar, I was in a very masculine energy. I wasn't in an energy of receiving. I was in an energy of giving. So when I would go out on a date with a man, I would actually offer to pay for the date or I would do things that were very masculine. But when I read this book and I started to really understand the feminine and masculine energies and how it's important for a man to really have that man role. Like a man needs to feel like the provider. A man needs to be able to be in a mode of giving. Now, we live in a society where men are very feminine now, and men carry a very feminine energy. So this is a very different relationship. And, and unfortunately, in my expertise, I'm not able to really help in that regard. But if we're looking for a traditional type of relationship where the feminine receives and the masculine is giving, that's the way that it was in my relationship with Ben. I remember in the beginning going to, let's say, get coffee and I would run inside and he would give me money and I'd be like, no, I got it. And he would be like, no, I'm paying for this, right? And I would allow for that to happen, right? And, you know, when I first met Ben, he actually had a wife. So it was also a very different energy of, I didn't actually think that this relationship was going to go anywhere. I just thought that I was going to hang out with him a couple of times and he was going to leave me just like everybody else. I always had one foot out the door in every relationship because I was always afraid that somebody was going to hurt me. And that was part of the reason why I was never able to manifest long lasting love. And for the first several years that we were together, I was like that. Every time we would fight, I would tell him that I was leaving him. I, was, I would tell him that I would break up with him. And it was just such a, a tumultuous place to be. And I know that there's a lot of women and men who do that, that they fear getting hurt. They fear the unknown. So they would rather create a situation where they're just going to get broken up with than to actually go through and see what it would be like to cultivate this love and, and actually live in this loving relationship. So it wasn't all daisies and roses in the beginning. We do have this incredible love now. Like this morning, like if anybody read our text messages, they would be like, oh, because like we just have this profound love for each other now. And it's because while I was manifesting him, he was also manifesting me. Now he was in a marriage when we met, but that marriage was over long before I ever came into the picture. And so that's what we need to realize and understand before you start reaching out to me and say, well, I'm in a relationship where there's infidelity and, and you know, he's telling me he's going to leave her. Like Ben actually came to me and told me he was going to leave her within two weeks of us meeting. So everything happened really fast and it snowballed very quickly. And it was because the energy was there. The love was there. The desire was there. Everything that I was manifesting, he was manifesting too. And now when you look at us, we are a true soulmate match. Like there is no question that we are not supposed to be together. 
But for some other people, you know, you might be with a man who's been with his wife and he has relations with you and then goes home and has relations with his wife. That's a completely different scenario. And for those of you that are living through that, you really have to decide, like, how much of that do you really want to live through? Like, I was not dating a man who was in love with his wife. I was dating a man who desperately was seeking the same kind of love that I was seeking. And we have to be careful with that word desperate because when you are in desperation, you are actually in lack energy. And when you're in lack energy, you're not in the abundance of receiving. So when I met Ben, the night that I actually met him, I went into that night with no intention of walking away from that night with a man. Uh, we were invited, my girlfriend was invited to an event in Atlantic City. She happened to know these men. I did not. She was told to bring friends with her. And so in the car on the ride there, I posed the question, are these going to be all old married men? And her response was yes. And so in that moment, I had like this disconnect where I was like, okay, cool. We're just going to go have a good time, eat a free meal, you know, have some laughs and I'm going to go home and that's going to be the end of that. So part of that too is like the detachment, right? Like when you go out and you're seeking to meet someone and you do your hair and your makeup and you're like, tonight's going to be the night. I'm going to meet the man. Um, you know, I know that the love of my life is going to be there. You're putting so much pressure on the situation. And so you're actually negating the energy of receiving because you're putting yourself in a lack energy. That night, I was in very much of an energy of, I'm just going to have a good time. Like, I'm not going to expect anything because I had zero intention of ever dating a married man. That was an interesting whole thing that happened, especially because I was very far into my spiritual journey. So this was like the greatest sin of all time that the universe could have provided me with a man who had a wife. Now, in hindsight, looking back, I know and understand that there's a lot of things that I needed to live through in order to build my emotional intelligence to become who I am now. But in the beginning, it was really hard for me. So if you're manifesting love right now, my greatest suggestion to you is to really figure out what is it that you desire in another human being. And it's not like tall, dark, and handsome, because that's another thing that you need to understand that when I first met Ben, he was almost 300 pounds. He was a very large man. He was not somebody that I would normally speak to on a physical appearance. So there was that whole level of I needed to like really fall in love with his heart and his soul. And within three months of us being together, he ended up losing all this weight. And, and you know, I, I was physically attracted to him. But if I had gone into that night thinking, oh, I need this tall, handsome guy. He's got to be Italian. He's got to, you know, have this much money in his bank and this, this, like a lot of women or men have this criteria of what they expect their partner to be in. And, you know, the universe is testing us. It's like, are you really looking for true love or are you looking for this fantasy to be fulfilled? And so I was looking for real, true, unconditional love. And so I was delivered that. And had I been in any other moment in my life, I would not have been able to receive his love because number one, he was 15 years older than me. So 
The day before, had you told me that the next day I would start dating a 47-year-old man, my response would have been something like, ew, that's so old, right? Because when I was 31, I actually thought that 47 was old. And now I think that 47 is super young because I'm getting closer to that age. But it's all about our thinking and what we're conditioning ourselves with and what we're putting out there in the universe. So if you have you know, like this box of standards and you've created your list and it's so specific, that is why you have not yet received the love that you actually seek and desire because there's too many conditions around it. You're trying to control the energy too much. When you're in a mode of really receiving, you let go. In manifestation, you let go and that's when you receive. When you're harboring around it, it's, it's not how it happens. When I was manifesting money, when I was on food stamps, I had put it out there in the universe that I was grateful I was making $1,000 a week. I wasn't grateful that I was making $1,000 a week every single day. I just kind of put that out there into the universe until I started making $1,000 a week. Then I was grateful that I was making $2,000 a week. Then once I hit that, then I was grateful that I was making $3,000 a week. Then when I hit that, then I was grateful that I was making $1,000 a day, right? So we think it, we feel it, we hold on to that feeling, and then we let it go. If you're being grateful for the same thing every single day, day in and day out, then you're turning into a lack energy that's not going to help you receive. So I hope that you manifest the love of your lifetime. I have the greatest love of all time and it is my greatest desire for everybody to experience this kind of love. And if you're in a marriage or a relationship that is not filled with this kind of love, just know that you are in control of that relationship and you are allowed to leave that and in some instances that's going to be really hard. You know, when I left my first son's father, I wasn't married, so we didn't have to get divorced. I know that divorce adds like a whole nother layer onto it, but my Ben lived through a six and a half year divorce. We lived through a six and a half year divorce, which was the hardest six and a half years of our lives until COVID happened. And then, you know, it's just knowing that even though it's hard, you're going to get through it. We stay in these relationships because we're so used to the pain and we get comfortable within it and we think it's better to stay in comfort than to go into the unknown, right? It's like if you're in this relationship where you're being abused or, or you don't feel like you're loved or you know there's infidelity happening and then you think, well, what if I break up with him and I never find anybody again and I'm alone for the rest of my life? Or what if I leave him and then I have to go through another relationship like him? Or what if, and we, we only think of the negative, but what if you leave him and you find the greatest love of all time? What if you leave him and you become the most magnificent version of you? What if you leave him and being alone is the greatest thing you've ever experienced, right? So we only think of the negative and we don't think of all of the good that can come out of it. So I invite you to take a journal tonight and really start thinking about what is it that you deeply desire and go past the looks 
go past the physical, go past everything. And how is it that you want to feel? What would it feel like if you were deeply in love? What would that look like for you? Where would you be? How would you live? What would you do on a daily basis? And I want you to really imagine that for yourself because I know that if your greatest desire is really feeling this deep gratitude for love that you will be able to receive that at some point in your life. Thank you so much for joining me. I love spending this time with you. You can find me all over social media. Please reach out to me anytime you want. My website is www.shilamita.com and I will see you again on the internet. Thanks so much.